You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, happy Freestyle Friday, everybody. I am Glenn DeGeek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, July 14th, episode 3225, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. Well, Jamie, it sounds like you still have the Mexican flu. I am five days into this stupid Mexican cold, and I am ready for it to be over. It's just in my face. Just <laughs> in the face. Well, I brought reinforcements in later in the show in case you faded on us. So uh, we're going to have help later in the show. We have a brand new member of the Horse Radio Network family. Ashley's joining us. She's our new podcast coordinator. And she also uh, is a military wife. And she's going to talk about her time living and riding in Italy and what the differences were competing in Italy to here, which I think is going to be fun. Also, we're going to do, she's going to help us out with study show, some really bad ads. And then in the post show, uh, Ashley said that she was the worst military wife ever, and I said, oh, no, I think you and Jamie can compete for that. So we're going to let you two talk about being military so wives. <laughs> you have You have confessed on numerous occasions that you you it wasn't your favorite thing, is being part of the I whole didn't, ritual. I didn't fit into the military wife lifestyle, which probably is why my husband chose me. You know <laughs> It wasn't like he was looking for, you know, that. So, so yeah, there's some, there's some, there were some differences and some functions I had to attend that were eye opening. <laughs> well, apparently Ashley feels the same way. So you two can compare notes. It's a and, horse girl thing. Yeah. And, and uh, her husband is also in the Air Force. So it's, there's a lot Crazy. of similarities there. Hey, I wanted to start out with a story I saw out of the Toronto Zoo. So apparently they've put up signs and are warning people not to hold their phones up to the gorilla exhibit. Apparently what's been happening is a lot of people have been holding their phones up and showing TikTok videos to the gorillas. Well, one of the gorillas named Nasser has decided that he really likes videos and stopped communicating, stopped, uh, stopped engaging with the other gorillas and would just sit at the glass waiting for videos. He became addicted to TikTok videos, like so many people do. Uh, so they've had to say, no more, no more videos. You can't show videos to the gorillas anymore because the gorillas are getting addicted to videos. And apparently, the, uh, Nasser found some of the videos very disturbing and would get very upset. And I can just imagine what they were showing him, you know. Uh, but he would, he was gonna get, he was getting very upset. It was causing a problem. He was causing a problem with the other gorillas. So they've had to put an end to gadgets. I mean, do we even need to draw? parallels to <laughs> no, I don't think how do. obvious all of this is like <laughs> they got addicted and then they got upset and stopped interacting with their friends wow this is so bizarre <laughs> I would never I mean it just goes to show you how much we're all alike yeah, and apparently it's not the first time. But there, uh, in the Lincoln Park Zoo in Chicago, they noticed behavior issues in some of the gorillas after smartphones were being shown through the glass petitions with videos, and they had to stop it there too. 
So, wow. yeah, there you go. Uh, so smartphones, not good for any of us, but we all still have them and use them every day and won't give them up. So there we go. We have three auditor birthdays this weekend. Linda Ruth Schwab, Michelle Fuentes, and Nan Resch. Happy birthday to all three of you. You know, sometimes you just have friends that come into your life at the right time. And Larissa is the friend that heard me on this podcast, lives locally, and thought that girl needs some help. When I first moved here, I remember it was not going well. And she reached out. She's like, hey, I live close to you relatively, and I have horses. And do I'm you tired of hearing lunch? you whine on the show. I mean, seriously. And so she invited me to lunch, and we've been friends ever since. Well, I, you know, sometimes I like to take advantage of friendship, Glenn. Um, so if you remember, oh, I hadn't noticed. We, yeah, I know it's weird. Um, <laughs> if you remember, we had um, the spontaneous ducks that were born, Charles and Camilla, and they were the duck. I raised these stupid ducks because they were rejected by the mom. I raised them in my garage. Then another duck hatched a bunch of eggs and had babies, and I stuck Charles and Camilla out with those babies, and so they grew up into this big flock of five, of seven. Now, there are five left. So I had texted Larissa. She has a pond and has a couple of mallards and was looking to get some more, and I was like, cool, would you like? And she was like oh charles and camilla yeah i'd love to have them that'd be great and i was like oh you know what i'll bring them over and i think for some reason she was expecting baby ducks but now they're like you know full-grown ducks at this point <laughs> and i decided to bring her all of them <laughs> <laughs> so i bring but all these ducks i corral all these ducks into this dog crate and i come over and i was like i've got your ducks i'm coming over and then she gets her she's like oh my god what they're so big and there's so many. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> you're like, this great. <laughs> and they're so, a family. They have to stay together. <laughs> I mean, they're all siblings. I could separate them. So, yeah. So she is now the proud owner of five mallard adult ducks. <laughs> and I think her kids were so excited. I was bringing over duck babies. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> they're all cute. <laughs> I was like, I can't feed these things anymore. Good Lord. They're mallards. They're supposed to be wild, and they come up and eat all the chicken food every day. Bye. But I was thinking about you, yes, the last couple days, actually, because you got yourself a feral cat, who I assume is still feral. Um, oh, man. Yeah. I have date on that thing. Well, remember we have the shrine in the backyard? Uh, listeners have been around since I bought the house. There was this huge shrine in the backyard that had a Madonna in it, That's and the thing stands hot, taller than me. It's taller than six foot. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. It weighs a ton. We, we got our fence replaced, and it's right along the fence line, and they said, what do we do about this? I said, you're going to have to work around it unless you can move it. And they were like, uh, we can't budget. It's like, yeah, because it weighs a ton. Well, uh, Mama Kit Cat has decided to make home with two kittens underneath the shrine. She comes in from the back. Apparently, there's a hole oh. in the bottom of the concrete. And they've made a home in there. So Jennifer is in heaven because she hasn't had a cat in so long. She's been out there feeding them. Now, they will not get near you. 
at all. So, but we've been, it's been very distracting looking out my, my studio windows at the kitty cats playing in the backyard. Oh, yeah. are you going to trap them? I don't know uh, what she, what she has planned at this point. Mama doesn't want anything to do with anybody. So trap and, trap and spay and neuter, man. They do that. There's organizations <laughs> in your area that will do it and pay for it and everything. So yeah, I but then we have that. to like, I told her no cats in the house. See, that's the problem. That's yes. But then you trap them and you take them and they get fixed and then they get turned back out and then they're not going to have babies okay well maybe we can do that uh if yeah. we can catch a little bit it's, it's trap and release <laughs> google it in your area trap release trap release bay neuter all that stuff so yeah my cat um we named her katniss and calico female and she was in my barn in a stall taking up an entire stall for like weeks <laughs> as they do so it's this whole thing and every time i'd walk in she she stayed in her cat carrier but i could reach in and pet her and i mean i would pet her 10 times a day and every time i'd walk in and pet her she didn't attack my ankles but she would hiss like she wanted me dead and so i finally i was like i got another horse in i needed the stall so we put her in the chicken coop and because our little coop is like aviary it's huge and so i put her in there with all her stuff in a crate and then she stayed in there for a couple days and then i opened the crate and closed the chicken coop and i was like okay katniss this is your world please don't murder all these sleeping chickens (laughs) and so i came out the next morning to let all the chickens out and see how she was she's gone she disappeared disappeared there's no way out of that coop glenn i don't know what happened She's cat. She figured a way out. So she's around here. She's lurking somewhere. One day. <laughs> Waiting I'm to gonna, attack you someday. You're going to find me dead. She was so somewhere. mad you put her in with the chickens. I mean. <laughs> they were probably I, pecking her. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. So um, as long as, you know, I, I mean, she's spayed and she's microchipped and she's fine. But she just seems like. She just really wanted nothing. All of you people who wrote to me telling me all these happy stories about your barn cat that was feral and then became friends with you and would <laughs> greet you in the barn. Yeah, suck it. That was not this. I tried to be friends with this cat. But the good news is she's not in the shelter. She's got food and she's got water and she's got shelter if she chooses to use it. And there's a free open space in the shelters. They were overrun with cats, which well, is why I took her. I have two feral. I have a feral mom and two kittens I could send you. <laughs> so. uh-huh, yeah, I need more. I need more. Hey, you got a new horse real quick. Let's give an update on the new horse. You got a new horse in that was going to be your new babysitter trainer horse. Um, And got it uh, as a result of hearing it from one of our listeners in Texas. So you guys know that my my um, my Andalusian is very chubby and it takes a Wintec wide light saddle. This saddle you could put on a tabletop and it would fit. Um, It doesn't fit the fact he's so fat. This horse is, I mean, he, there's no withers. There's nothing. It's like straight across. There's no withers. So I go to get on him and I about fall off sideways. So this is going to be a bareback horse for a minute, I believe. But yeah, he did great. So I, I never ponied any horses. He's five years old. He's a paint and um, he never ponied any horses. He, he's, he's quite green, but he's very sensible and he's got a good demeanor for it. So, and I had my uh, a little girl who's been helping me out this week. She would lead Duke next to us, and 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 then eventually I picked up the lead rope and ponied Duke around with Billy, and and it's going really well. And then yesterday he had been ridden with a 
a bit in his mouth. That's how green, how green he is. So I decided to long line him and I put the bit in. He took it no problem. He long lined great. He has a super soft mouth. He's just really level headed and calm. Um, and, and, that, and he, now that he lives here, we have 20 acres of knee high grass. That dude lives in a muzzle. So he's learned to put on oh, the muzzle. He you hates know. you already. <laughs> I mean, both the Andalusian and him, they get cookies in their muzzles. So they're like, it's a muzzle, here it comes, yay! <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. So they've gotten real excited about wearing a muzzle for 12 hours with a cookie inside it. They get one cookie, it's, you know what, they're not gorillas, they're horses. <laughs> not that smart. <laughs> so I put the cookie in it. Anyway, his name is Billy. And I love the name. His his actual paint name is Billy the Kid, which is super cool. But I can't seem to call him Billy. I just, I can't. And, and, and can you play the, uh, birthday daily Winnie, the, the, the Winnie Winnie? Oh, do you know what? Okay. Listen to this Winnie. No, the birthday one. Oh, this one. Listen to this one. They were the same. Here it is. (laughs) Do you remember what horse that Winnie is from? No, I don't. That's Chili, my oh, that's old chili. pain yeah, horse. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he had the most terrible... <laughs> I recorded that when a horse went from the stall next to him to two down. Like, that's how he would whinny when anybody left in his like little zone. So anyway, that's Chili. And Chili was a bay and white Tobiano paint just like this horse. And now I've got Billy, who's a bay and white Tobiano paint. But... I just can't not call him Fat Chili. (laughs) (laughs) So, seriously, it's like, I feel bad. Like, his owner is, like, watching everything online, like, so hoping he works out because he's still on trial. And I'm like, it's Fat Chili. Like, on the video, I called him Fat Chili. I was like, Fat Chili! So he's Fat Chili, to be all honest. Like, hopefully someday he'll be, go back to Billy. But for now, Billy was such a good Georgia name, too. It really was. such a great name. I love that name. I would never change that name. But for the time being, he's fat chili. <laughs> it sounds like he's working out. That's great. Yeah, so far so good. He's doing great. He settled right in, and, and like he got us some a bath yesterday and did great. And he's 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 just one of those like super chill guys. Even though he's young and green, he's just kind of like. But he's I think it's like, he's so fat he can't he can't really do anything. Yeah, we'll see what when he gets thinner how energetic he gets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear from Kentucky Performance Products, and then we're gonna come back with our guest who's gonna hang out with us the rest of the show. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Managing horses can be challenging. Each horse's personality affects the way he behaves and reacts to the world around him. Horses with certain dispositions can be at higher risk for developing health problems than others. High-strung or excitable horses are easily stressed, but so is the timid, quiet warrior. Stressed horses are more likely to develop digestive upsets that lead to colic, diarrhea, and ulcers. Nalox Advanced was specifically developed to support a digestive tract that is under stress. It sustains proper pH levels, reducing the incidence of ulcers and hindgut imbalances, while simultaneously supporting the healing of damaged tissue. Nalox Advanced supports the complete digestion of starches and sugars and sustains populations of beneficial bacteria. 
Make life a little easier on your sensitive horse and start him on Nalox Advanced today. To learn more about the ingredients in Nalox Advanced, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Well, we're excited to welcome somebody that I am so excited that she started this week because she is the new podcast coordinator at Equine Network and here at Horse Radio Network. Going to take some of the work off my plate, which I'm so thrilled about. And uh, she's very qualified to do this, but she also has a fun story or two in her horsey background. It's Ashley Winch. Hi, Ashley. Hi, guys. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be here today and and be on the Equine Network team and, of course, Horse Radio Network team. I got to tell you, Jamie, she is the smiliest person I've ever seen. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> she smiles on every... We've, we've met with a whole bunch of people this week, and we've been on 10 calls together, and she's never not smiling. So, uh, so that helps. It helps brighten your day to talk to Ashley. So... Ashley, you, when I put she's, out... She's going to cure my cold. She's so sweet. I love it. <laughs> Just like honey. Um, so, so you can tell you guys don't know me well enough yet. That's great. <laughs> Let's go with this. The romance <laughs> period. It's the romance period. Well, we're going to learn because Ashley's also going to fill in for us when we're out on occasion. So well, we can't get Lisa, uh, who's getting very busy now that she she's a, become a celebrity. Um so now, Ashley, you, when I put out the call, I mainly said we need somebody that's had an experience in podcasting. And if you have a horsey background, that's great. Uh, but I was really looking for experience in podcasting. And you have that. You've been uh, in podcasting outside the horse world for the last several years. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that you've been riding since how old? I, I was three when I got my first pony, so I, I, my whole life, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> was it a was it a Christmas pony? Please tell me the pony was under the tree. Uh, she was not. I don't quite remember like what time of year. I was three, but my mom grew up riding, and so when I started riding our dog, uh, my mom <laughs> was said to my father, "Like, look at this poor girl. She needs a pony." And uh, with that. We got, uh, her name was Dixie. She had a gigantic (laughs) head and a big fat cob body. And I think she was like half Arab, half cob. I don't even know. Um, Blood Bay. And we we jumped, we walked, trot, cantered, and my little feet didn't even go past the saddle flaps. Like, we just had a great time. I was like the real life version of those Thelwell pony books. Like, I was the girl just... Kicking away on my pony. Let's Legs go out in the air. Exactly. Yes. Pigtails flying. Exactly. And and I'm still that girl, quite frankly. <laughs> did you say that you were pony club then or you showed? Yes. Yeah, so I did honestly just about everything um outside of maybe like what's it called when they dance on top of the horses? Vaulting. I oh. haven't vaulted yet, but you know. We got time. Uh, So I grew up doing mostly English riding. And then I got involved um, in hunter jumpers and eventing. And then that led me down the pony club route uh, where I continued in all those sports and also uh, played polo cross and did all that, you know, fun pony club stuff. Uh, Went on to compete in dressage on um, a larger scale. Uh, I 
did regionals. I qualified for nationals way back when. I mean, I'm like when I was 19 and 20. So this is a couple minutes ago. Um, and then uh, I got married. We moved uh, to Virginia, which is where I got involved uh, with the Western scene. And I actually did an extreme Mustang makeover there. And I worked with a Mustang from South Steens, Oregon. Her, I named her Sookie. She was also Bay. I got a lot of Bay horses throughout my life. Um, so I learned a lot about, you know, Western and natural horsemanship, at breaking a horse for the first time. It was, it was absolutely a highlight of my learning journey as an equestrian, but I will never, ever, ever do that again because it was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Jamie's world every day. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then um, most recently, my husband and I were living in Tuscany, Italy, right uh, right outside the Leaning Tower. And um, being a military spouse, my husband is an officer in the Air Force. We move pretty often every two to four years. And the only thing I concern myself with every move is finding a stable to ride. At. Like, that's the only thing that I'm concerned with. And so when we were in Italy, I started riding at a wonderful stable and competed. And uh, we just moved back to America, gosh, almost two years ago now, which is crazy to me. Um, and I currently reside in, outside of Kansas City, Missouri. And um, I have a couple stables here I ride at, uh, but mostly just kind of chilling out, trail riding in my mid-30s, not trying to uh, get hurt anymore, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> so in Italy, when you're at the stables there, did you speak Italian or did they speak English? So a little bit of both. I was really lucky um, that they spoke decent English. Um, and my instructor there, I, I, it was such a cool setup. And let me tell you guys, the way Italians um, approach horseback riding in general, I mean, I don't know how often you guys have had to move and find new stables. Jamie, I know as a, you have been a military spouse, so I'm sure you had, have had your own fair share of moves. And when you go to check out new barns to ride at, you know, you, you never know what you're going to get. There, it might be, you know, old, maybe not so well taken care of horses or a air quote trainer who doesn't know what they're talking about. And so it's always hit or miss when you go, you know, check out new stables to ride at. I always uh, have to add in the boarding aspect as well, which uh -huh. just really stresses you out. Oh, that's a whole nother level. And, and we sold our horse when we moved from Florida to Virginia because I was just like, there is no way that I'm going to be doing this on sane enough to take care of it <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so much so um so when i i showed up and they were like yes we'd love to give you lessons um you can ride they did dressage and show jumping at this stable and i actually got to train with a paralympian her name is sarah morganti and she has won the gold for italy in dressage uh multiple times. So I, I got to ride with these incredible, incredible Italian riders, um, William Ferlini, who's also a huge show jumper out there. And when I tell you, so like, let's be honest, like in, in the horse world in America riding, at, I mean, this is, it was a, a stables you would see in Ocala, right? Like the gorgeous, gorgeous, multiple indoor rings, multiple outdoor rings. Horses are perfectly groomed, just gorgeous. You would think, gosh, taking lessons here is probably going to be expensive, right? Because of all of the amenities and whatnot. I'm not kidding you guys. Horseback riding in Italy is so affordable. I was paying 30 euro a lesson. What? 
You yeah. would pay in Florida and Ocala, you would pay oh, at least a hundred for that. I know it. I know. And, and of the level of trainers that I was so honored to work with. Is it because there's about. so many or they just, it's a different, just different. Up to Belusia. I think she's gone. Well, Jamie, we just lost Ashley, um, and I just contacted her by phone, and she has lost her internet, and her router's dead. Right in the middle oh, of that that's figure. Fun. How many times has that happened to us over the years? Oh, Re- yeah. Remember in Radiothon Live once with all those th- listeners, I lost internet, and it was, was super fun. fun. Yeah. So I got her back on the phone, and we're going to finish her interview here, but, and then we'll let her go try and get all that figured out. And she unfortunately won't be able to hang around for really bad ads today. But Ashley, so we were talking about uh, living. I, why do you think it's cheaper in Italy? Thank you. I'm so sorry uh, for the technical difficulties. Well, that's so not your fault. I, I, just, <laughs> I think that it's really just cultural. Uh, I truly believe uh, Italians have a far different approach to life than Americans in general. And I think that that just bleeds into the horse world there. It's it's affordable for everyone. And I think it's just really beautiful that, you know, you don't, your parents don't have to make, you know, a bazillion dollars to ride in, in Italy. It's truly uh, an option for everybody. So do you yeah, know what I've that, noticed about Italy um, as far as transitioning over here to the U S is you do have to have a billion dollars to own their tech. I own keep <laughs> saddles and they're my favorites and they're Italian and I'm s- I just love them so much, and I had to train a horse for like six months for free to get one. <laughs> so. Yeah, they, that, and, and I'll tell you what, like I, my dream was to get a custom pair of tall boots before I left, uh-huh. and once I looked at the price of that, I was like, <laughs> Well, you don't no. want to spend $2,000 on a pair of boots? <laughs> it's like, you're I like, mean... okay, here, we're going to make the riding affordable, but to right. gear up to ride, it's going to cost you your firstborn. <laughs> like, sorry. Well, what was kind of cool was like, they had, um, you know, the Italian version of, let's say like Dick's Sporting Goods or like Sports Authority, if that's even around anymore. And they had an equestrian section at the sports store, which was really cool for me because my husband is a very outdoorsy guy and he's like, let's go to the sports store so I can get whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'll be in the horse aisle. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wanted to ask you, you said to me yesterday when we were chatting about going to horse shows over there that they're different. And you mentioned one thing in particular, Jamie likes wine. And I think you mentioned one thing in particular that was different about horse shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, given that we're in Italy, there is wine everywhere, as well as gelatos. Uh, however, so I, I was able to compete. Um, it was the last year before COVID, because um, I did live in Italy uh, during COVID, which was, we could do a whole other podcast on that. That I kind of uh, illegally leased a horse so that I could go ride during the COVID lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> And they, my instructor wrote out all of the lease paperwork in Italian. And I was like, but I don't know what this says. And he says, oh, Ashley, va bene, va bene. Just show it to the police so when they pull you over. Show it to the police so. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I was so scared and everything was fine. So there was a lot of drinking at horse shows. There was. And I was so lucky to have a lot of my military uh, friends and and fellow spouses show up and support me. And God bless them. They all brought a bottle of Prosecco each. And the funniest thing. Okay, so at least when I horse show, it's really just 
a party on top of like getting able to ride, you know, uh, it, it's a, as much about the social aspect of it all. Um, and so when all my friends came out, they are not equestrians. And well, now we lost her on the phone. So I think she's just jinxed. I don't think we she's can have fired. her. Over. That's it. She's no out. job. That's she's out of here. She doesn't have good technology. Poor thing. She must be freaking out. Her first time <laughs> first after week on a the new <laughs> job and she loses the internet and the cell phone. Oh, poor thing must be freaking out. She is. I got I, about five I'm, texts. <laughs> I am sorry for all the people listening. This is as equally as painful to listen to as it is to record. Well, we got say. we learned a little bit about her time in Italy. And uh, she's going to fill in for you next Wednesday. So we'll learn more. I didn't then. get to hear about the wine, though. I she said the there's a lot seat. of drinking at shows. She said. She said, yeah, it's for pretty much the time you get there and the time you leave. Maybe that would make showing easier in the United States if there was just flowing wine out of fountains. You haven't evented. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's hear from uh, one of our new sponsors, Ride TV, and then we're going to come back with some study show. But you're on your own. You won't have help doing it today. You can enjoy your favorite equine videos all in one place with Ride TV, the ultimate equine streaming platform. The newly relaunched Ride TV has all the series you love, like Rockstar Vets and Mini Horses, plus top-tier training videos and event footage from BarrelRacing.com and Horse and Rider On Demand. Whether you're ready to relax with your favorite series, binge-watch competition footage, or train with a world champion, subscribe to Ride TV today for only $19.99 to see where your ride takes you. Visit RideTVGo.tv to subscribe. So for those that don't know, Study Show is a time of the month when I search on Google. I put in Study Show on Google, and I search for the last month, and we see what, as a, as a humanity, we've wasted money studying because we already knew the answer to it. And this doesn't necessarily involve horses, although sometimes there's horses involved. And you can play along at home because I'm going to give you, by the way, I don't read any of the studies. I just look at the titles. So, uh, because that would require effort I know, because work. sometimes I ask follow-up questions I know, and I like, should know better I have no by idea. now. No, I have no idea. However, the last one I did look at, and we're going to talk more about that one because I thought it was especially poignant to you getting a non-stick shift car. Okay. So that'll be the last one. All right. So guess along at home, too. These are the titles of some recent studies that we wasted a lot of money on. Teens who feel competent and purposeful get better. Oh, man. Teens who feel more competent and purposeful get better. I mean, obviously, it's going to be great. Yes, but that is uh, it. Because I was gonna go that you know I had I, my mind went somewhere else, but they're teenagers. I can't yeah, you say can't what go I there. Think. No, no, can't go there. <laughs> so we studied the fact that somebody who feels better about themselves gets better grades. Really, that's so weird. If you're not depressed, you get better grades. Ah, needed a study for that one. Uh, family game night may be helping create family fights. <laughs> Did you used to do family game nights? No, but I do it now with we'll go over to my brother-in-laws and like they are like all about the family games and somebody is going to yell at somebody <laughs> during the night. <laughs> it's supposed to be relaxing and fun. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be, but it's still family. <laughs> That's true. So the uh, and we used to do it too. My parents were really into all different kinds of cards. I learned to play cribbage. Do you even know what that is? I know what it is. I don't know. It how has to that play. little wooden board with all the little 
things in it. Uh, and I learned to play that from my, with my mother. And they used to play. They used to have a cribbage game nights with the with the neighboring parents in the neighborhood. Uh, but I never really did figure out how to play it. It was just way is too it, complicated. Is it bad that my grandma and I just played Uno? Yeah, <laughs> like, all the time, I forever, know. forever. It was always Uno. Like anybody who would play with us would play Uno with us. <laughs> we used to play one called War too. That was a lot like Uno. It was real. Just real fast. Uh, but anyway, family game night may be helping kids' math abilities. Oh, so you make them think and add things and stuff. It helps their math abilities? Really? We just played one called Nouns. And I'm like, this is this is like an edge. I was like, this is too much education for a Saturday night. Nouns. Nouns. It was all about was nouns? Yeah. So everybody in the room lists three, of, uh, writes down four nouns, any kind of noun. And then you have to... Uh, the, the, you put them in a bucket and then the first person has to describe them all with like, you know, it's a, it's a, the color blue and it's tall. And it's this all oh, like, well, and they, they car, you know, uh, and then the next time through the pot, the next person has to describe them all using just like charades. And the third time you can only give one word, but they're the same nouns each time. So you start to realize like, oh, toothpaste, <laughs> you know, it, it was really fun. But again, there was fighting. So it's <laughs> new study one kid show. cried. One kid cried. Oh, so there you as go. long as somebody cries, right. it's a successful. As long game as you night. put a child into tears, it's a good game night. They'll remember that forever. Uh, new yeah. studies show frozen foods can help. Uh, keep your, your other f- foods cold when you're leaving the grocery store. It's, and that you is put true. Them next to your milk. <laughs> that is true. Uh, new studies show this is not intuitive at all. New studies show that frozen foods can help reduce food waste. How is that? I even, and I am not the best recycler. Jennifer's a good recycler. I am not the best recycler. But when you buy those healthy meals, the healthy, whatever they called meals, uh, that have 12 pounds of plastic packaging and about two ounces of food, how can that be helping reduce? Oh, it says food waste. Yeah, because they give you so little food in those packages, you're going to eat it all. That and you can put it in your freezer for six and a half years and not throw it out. <laughs> That's true. It, I read it that it helps reduce waste. It certainly doesn't help reduce waste. Not all those pla- no. plastic packaging in there. New studies prove the brain is still. New studies prove the, the brain, brain is, is still, still still there. <laughs> And it's still a mystery. Apparently, this study proved that the brain is still a mystery. Wow, we studied the brain and learned nothing. So we're going to charge one hundred fifty thousand dollars for that study. <laughs> and how many years have we been studying the brain since since probably eighteen hundred? So there you That's go. That's a ridiculous, mm. ridiculous study. Astronauts are more likely to get blank while in space. Crazy. <laughs> I could go along with this. <laughs> sick. Diarrhea. Sick. Yeah, <laughs> sick is the answer. I don't know what kind of sick because I didn't read the study, but apparently they're more likely to get sick in space. What? They're stuck in a small confined space with five other people. Don't throw up in your helmet, you guys. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Studies show that vacations improve uh, mental health. Yeah, well, close. You're right on track. And I cannot believe that there was a study for this because everybody that's ever taken a vacation knows it. Studies show vacations improve worker performance and attitude. Big surprise there. What, I get some time off and I come back more refreshed? Amazing. 
Now, what are the th- couple of things that we have on every month and every study? Coffee and wine. And one other thing, marijuana. Beer, marijuana. <laughs> yes, exactly. Cannabis use can make for better. Um, What's the one you always guess and you're always wrong? Use that one. Poop. No. Poop. No. Make you poop. <laughs> I don't know. Sex. Makes, you poop. Uh, makes for better sex. Yeah. Who didn't know that already? I didn't because I, not that I've, I do it, but I did it when I was younger. Cannabis and Just put I you remember to sleep. <laughs> falling asleep immediately. <laughs> don't touch me. I have cotton mouth and I'm hungry and I'm tired. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't like. How do people? I mean, it was probably, I was probably nineteen when I would do that, and I remember specifically going, "Why is this fun for people? Because <laughs> literally, I am hungry. I will eat a dry box of cereal, drink a gallon of milk, and then sleep for twelve hours." I you know what? I should do that now. <laughs> yeah, for Jesus. your sleeping issue. Get my uh, card. <laughs> by the way, I was always that way drinking. We always said there's the the horny drunk, the sleepy drunk, and the the mean drunk, and I was always the sleepy junk. So, <laughs> uh, caffeine boost. I got I got all the regulars in here today. Caffeine boost from that morning cup of coffee may be um, able to get you to ride one extra horse in the morning when it's <laughs> hot. They're saying this, and I don't believe it. In a minute, I don't believe the study. Caffeine boost uh, from that cup of coffee in the morning may be all in your mind. They're trying to say that whole caffeine thing is not real and it's all in your mind. That's a crap. Because you stop caffeine, you're going to be hurting for a couple of days. Yeah. So true. I think that's crap. Um, two more. Red wine is good for? Um, all the things. Revert back to cannabis. <laughs> Makes you poop. No. Oh. <laughs> good no. for your sex life. Exactly. Apparently, for the people who don't fall asleep when they drink, it's good for your sexual health. Okay. See, the red wine is the one I would agree with that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm even going to take that a step further. Sake. <laughs> <laughs> So Y'all the Japanese have sake. it right. Oh, my God. There's why there's oh, so much population over there. I drink some sake. I'm like. You know what? I'm just going to naked dance in the pasture. I'll be fine. <laughs> Which is I'm why we good. don't let her drink sake anymore. <laughs> her neighbors yeah, keep sake, complaining. <laughs> sake and me are, we're good friends. <laughs> her neighbors keep complaining. All right. The last one. And uh, this one I actually read, and I'm going to have you try and guess some of these. So you just went from a stick shift car to an automatic. And one of the advantages of that is you can eat again while you drive. Because driving with a stick shift and eating is tough. You know what sucks though is now my car can be stolen. <laughs> Nobody can <laughs> steal true. it before. That's true. So, what are the ten the ten most dangerous foods to eat while driving? Chinese food, noodles, ice cream, coffee. Uh, <laughs> coffee, it, ding ding ding, is number one on the list. More accidents happen from coffee spills in the lap than any other food. Yeah, it's because you're burning, if you're a boy, you're burning your wiener. <laughs> That's right. And uh, whoever, you're burning something. Um, I would think anything to do with chopsticks. Uh, you know, Amazingly, that's not, that's not on the list. That's because nobody would do that. Are you talking about driving stick and eating or just No, just driving, driving just driving, yeah. I mean, anything that takes two hands, like chips and dip, chips and salsa. <laughs> Actually, tacos are on the list. Number three. Oh, there you go. Tacos. I don't know. I, any eating is stupid when you're driving. How Give about nice number smoothie. two? I'll go down from 10. 10 is chocolate. And they say the reason is it melts in your hands. You get it on the steering wheel. Then you're trying to clean your steering wheel. And then you crash. Number two stupid. is soda. And they said it's it's because it's when you open it. 
that people get in trouble. They open it, and it goes all over the place, and then they're trying to clean it up, and they wreck. So soda, apparently, is are number nine. Are those the same people that are doing cannabis? Because, yeah. like, that... <laughs> my brother said he could never, like, do... Anyway. He was like, I could never drive. Like, say there was a fly in my car, and I was driving, and I was high. i just look at the fly, and then try to get the fly out, and forget I was driving. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't do that. Uh, number eight, jelly donuts. So, because it's yeah. impossible not to watch where the jelly goes. <laughs> it's true. It's, <laughs> it's true. Gonna, You're it's constantly watching out. the jelly and going, is it going to drip? <laughs> Fried chicken. Yeah, that's probably not something you should. It's so greasy. How can you do that when you drive? The next one is crazy. It's number six on the list. Ribs. Who the hell eats ribs when they're driving? I mean, you know, you go through the drive-thru, you but get a ribs. But ribs are the messiest food you're ever going to eat. Other than lobster, what's messier than ribs? And there's no drive-thru rib release. So, like, you literally got it and then went to your car to eat it while you were driving. That's stupid. Okay, the idiot. next one I don't agree with because I'm an expert at this. Eating a hamburger while driving. I, I That's what they're made for. Um, chili dog. Now, chili dog you shouldn't eat while you're driving. Oh. You can't eat a chili dog without spilling half the chili. It's just... Here's, it's, a, here's a hot tip. Yeah? Don't eat a chili dog. <laughs> ever. Uh, next one, and this one I can see. And I'm, I know specifically why they mentioned this one. Uh, number two on the list. So then we had tacos. And then the number two on the list is French fries. And it's for this reason. When you you have a whole thing of French fries right there, right? Sitting beside you and you're eating your French fries and they're really good. And then you drop one. And you still have a whole thing of French fries to eat, but you obsess over that French fry you dropped. Well, and you know, it's going to then live there forever. <laughs> you obsess over it, especially if it went on, on your seat and under your butt. You're obsessing over getting that French fry out. For some reason, that's all you can think about is getting that French fry out. Or you drop it between the seat and the center console and you're going, oh, damn, because you know you're going to forget to take it out. Is that what they said, or is this you? No, just that's what they said. That's what they said. Because, is because I would think it was trying to get the right amount of condiment on your fry. <laughs> I don't even. They didn't even mention putting condiments on your fries. But yeah, putting ketchup on your fries, dipping them while you're driving is probably dangerous too. Because yeah. like, let me let me be honest. I don't ever eat fast food, but if I have to stop and get loose something, it'll be from Chick Fil A because I love the waffle fries, and I'll get a salad and waffle fries, and then the waffle fries take the buffalo sauce, and then I'm driving and I'm trying <laughs> to drive everywhere while having buffalo sauce in my lap while I'm dipping french fries in it and then it drips on my shirt and then I try to eat it and then it's like super spicy and then I need give me a lemonade! Give me a lemonade! <laughs> Yeah, that, so that I could see. Why are we all dead? We all should be dead because we've all eaten all the... Well, no, I've never eaten ribs while driving. Oh, <laughs> man, I can't wait to drive and eat fries in my new car. <laughs> <laughs> Just skip the sauce. You'll be fine. <laughs> and you know what? That fry is probably still good after about a week under the seat. It's probably still warm. Oh, come on. It's right. delicious. Just nuke it for like five seconds. That's right. All right, we're coming back with some really bad ads. If you have one or two horses or you have 20, 30 or more fly predators will make the difference between heavy infested fly problem or a no-fly zone. Balding Lab fly predators, catching these flies before they become an issue. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. 
That's right. It is that time of the week when we do some really bad ads. Uh, these are ads that are submitted either off of Craigslist or Facebook, mostly Facebook nowadays. And we just have a little bit of fun with them. And we've been doing this for 12 years, probably 10,000 ads. And we give away prizes every month thanks to horselovers.com, the home to over 120,000 horse items for you, your barn, your horse, everything involving the equine world. And this month's prizes are... The first one is Perry's Leather with their twisted leather halter and matching lead. A new twist on the traditional halter, top quality leather, double buckle crown, adjustable chin, solid brass fittings, and a snap at the throat. Make this halter a knockout in the field, barn, or away it shows. Amish made with a matching lead. These are really nice stuff. These are really nice halters. That's a $218 value. And you get to pick your size. The next prize is the Tabello Western Prize Pack, valued at three hundred and forty bucks. The Tabello Browband Headstall with rawhead trim, and I'm not a Western person, so I might be pronouncing it. I might be Tabello, Tabello. I don't know. I'm gonna go with Tabello leather browband headstall with basket tooling, stainless steel buckles, rawhide button trim with quick change bit ends, which are awesome. Uh, the split reins with the quick change bit ends, the breast collar with rawhide trim, and the Tabello contoured pad. Oh my. God, this is like perfect for my new fat chili. It is. He needs all this Western <laughs> stuff. It is. It's perfect. <laughs> Contoured pad features a one-inch felt bottom leather wear, leathers, contoured top line, reinforced wither, and a New Zealand wool blanket top with a reinforced wither. I can actually make it like he has withers. I'm going to take a picture. Y'all are not going to believe this. How flat he is. Oh, my God. It's like a barrel with a neck. (laughs) All right. Well, I had put some ads in here uh, for Ashley to read to give her some practice at doing it, but she's not here, so we'll have to cover hers. Uh, Katie was the first one up today. Were there any? No. Okay. So Katie was the first First one to submit. It's Barrel Mare and Project. Mama Mare is 18 years old and has been on a maternity leave for a few years. Planned on restarting her as she is not a good mom. <laughs> Unfortunately, she has her 22 filly worked out. What? Unfortunately, she and her 22 filly worked out how to traverse the cattle guards last week. That's not dangerous. Oh, boy. And they have been on a daily walkabout since. 2500 for the pair where they stand, which could be in the road, <laughs> which could be in the next county, depending on the time of day. They both make poor life decisions. You've been warned. <laughs> oh, my God. If you can find it, you can have it. I often wondered if they work for, I know they work for cattle, but I always wondered if they work for horses or could a horse figure out how to dance over it. I, I, the ones that I've seen, horses should not go anywhere close to there. No, I mean, it's but pending I disaster. I would be afraid that my horses, they'd be like, you know what? Well, hold my beer. Yeah, let's just try this. <laughs> Zeus, that wouldn't stop Zeus. Oh, it, it, no. No, no. no. Uh, Amy <laughs> says, uh, by the way, speaking of Zeus, I get to ride him all next week, you guys. Yeah, you're, I'm heading, so excited. To, you're heading out to Colorado, right? Yeah, I'm going to Colorado. I'm going to teach a clinic at the place where Zeus is. And it's just a private thing with the owners and uh, get to ride him all day, every day. And Drax is also out there. So I get to spend time with two of my old horses. I'm so excited. Um, I mean, I wonder if Zeus is going to see me and be like, Mom, or he's going to see me and be like, run. I don't know you. <laughs> get away, devil. thought I was done with you. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh huh. Please don't take me home, please. So <laughs> I like it here. <laughs> Does he escape out there too? I, you know, I, I the only thing I've heard 
Okay. Since he's been there, because I'm like, whenever you sell a horse or I adopt a horse out, sometimes no news is good news, right? <laughs> right. So I, I didn't hear anything, but we were scheduling this, and I was like, oh, by the way, how's Zeus doing? And he wrote me back. He goes, that is, and I can't use the cuss words, that is the effing best horse we've ever had on the entire ranch. Really? And I was like, really? Like, it's so great to hear. Like, he's like... So I, I mean, I thought it was Colorado. Would get out once and you'd never see him again. Like you couldn't be, I couldn't be more proud. Maybe three thousand acres was what he needed. <laughs> you know, running with a herd, running with cattle. He's like a wild mussing again, but comes up every day and gets ridden. So he's got like the best. Of well, both I can't wait to anyway. hear when you get back how he's doing. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! I just I'm, I'm going to go pack after well, this. Get this, rid of this Mexican cold, so you can actually go. I know. I'm so glad I caught it last week, so I didn't catch it this week. Um, <laughs> By the way, for those that don't know, we're calling the Mexican cold because she was in Mexico last week. So, and she, then she got a cold. It's not because <laughs> she was drinking cold. too much tequila. No, I probably <laughs> should drink that to get rid of it. That's probably the cure. What was I thinking? Um, the next one is ISO a horse to half bait. Something that's not going to try to end me just so I can improve my riding fitness can only start at the end of July in Lexington or not more than 15 miles out. To half bait? What does that mean? I don't know. It's, and it's B-A-I-T, so it's like they're going fishing. I don't know. They're going fishing I'm for a horse. Half bait. <laughs> uh, Beth sent this one in. Got Oh... Oh, this one's you tough. got it. I gave this one to Ashley to because it, she's a rookie, and I wanted to you torture her. You want me to do her. it? You've got the next one. Okay. I'll do this. I one did. I, I gave her this one specifically to torture her. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> this one's right. terrible. It's it's really bad. I just I don't want to hear you read this, so I'm going to take it for <laughs> okay. the team. All right, I'll do the next one. Got a great Colt for sale. Gonna be a stud. <laughs> No, it's already a stud. It is a stud. They don't grow balls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're just, it's there from the beginning. Got a great colt for sale. Going to be a stud. Turn out nice for a project horse. Not sure on his age exactly, but he's burly starting to get roundy with my mare's space dot, dot, dot. Dot dot space, letting him go cheap due to don't got time for him no more. <laughs> I dot space dot 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 space space. I bought him real young. Never missed with him besides showering. So no bad habits. He showered with his horse. He's showering. <laughs> Had plans for him, but went into working late, etc. Dot 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 dot. I just give him hay, no sweet feed or grain. Any PM me for price. Dot dot dot. Dexter, New Mexico. Oh my god, this is such a bad. <laughs> He showers with his horse, <laughs> and he's getting Shush. roundy with the mares. <laughs> and eventually, one day, he's going to be a stud. Do you think in New Not Mexico, they don't know that there is such a thing called a veterinarian that could fix this roundy with the mares problem? Well, he's going to eventually be a stud, Glenn, so oh, oh, you don't want to gotcha. fix it. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Allison sent this one in. Price drop. Due to this, everything in this first sentence spelled wrong. Do is spelled D-U. Duh to no... Fought of her own, she's available again. She How is, can you spell available correctly and do and every other word or wrong. fault wrong? <laughs> she is 15 hands or right under that. 
She is nine years old. She is broke to ride Ben on trails and dose great as lead or follow. Horse. She lunges. She stands to be tacked. She dusts good round dogs. She loves kids. They ride her all around the pasture. Pastor, P-A-S-T space H-E-R. They ride her. All around the pastor. All around the past her. $3,500 for that winner right there. Due to no no fat of her own. (laughs) Now, the next one was sent in by Abby, but you have audio. I have it. Yep. Okay. Found a really bad ad. It's a get this crap out of my tag room sale. And um, it looks like it is from St. Petersburg, Florida. And the description says, get this crap out of my tack room sale. Tired of everything being a mess. And then you look down and you see that there's English saddle pads, Western saddle pads, girts, miscellaneous. Hmm. Maybe I should head over there and purchase some of that crap so we can migrate from their tack room to mine. <laughs> Isn't that always what happens at tax sales? <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, we're going to skip Allison's. We're going to do that one next week because I think there might be some sound or something about that one. Uh, Jesse sent this one in. 10 years registered paint mare, $800 in Staunton. I don't know where that is. For this week only, $600 and a free bridle and halter. Well, what a deal. I have a registered 10-year-old horse paint mare. Lexi has not been ridden and wouldn't be suited for a beginner. She is very pretty. I don't ride her. Yeah, I think we got that hint. $800 or best offer. We'll consider trades of a two-horse trailer. Call for more info. Wait a minute. You're going to trade a two-horse trailer for that for your horse worth $600? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good luck with that. Also, thank you for clarifying that um, a 10-year-old that's never been ridden is not suitable for, for a beginner. A beginner. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that information. Yeah. Um, did you want me to do the trailer yeah, you of might the as week? Well. No, we'll, okay. uh, we'll, we'll just go on to Sean's next. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so it needs audio, and we don't have all the yep, things. Okay. Yep. Um, so Sean sent this one in. Mix up at the hospital. This is the the title of the ad is called Rooster Free. Mix up at the hospital. Ordered hens. Got a dude in the mix. <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> don't want a rooster who shows his dominance over his ladies ch- lady chicks like it's the fifties. <laughs> He thinks cause he is the man of the coop. He can do what he wants. He wakes me up early in the morning and I'm done with that crap. <laughs> Hit me up. His name is Richard, but he responds to bah, 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 or Richard. <laughs> I was waiting for Dick. He is approximately 15 <laughs> weeks old, but he acts 24. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, he, he, you know, he does what he wants. Yes, he does. That's what roosters do. And yeah. he thinks because he is the man of the coop. No, he is the man of the coop. I mean, yeah, that yeah, is a fact. <laughs> that, that's the thing about having roosters. That's why I only I have one rooster and he's the size of like a softball. He's super tiny. And what's funny is because like all of the, you know, if you have a rooster with a bunch of chickens, there's inevitable hanky panky stuff. Hanky panky that the women are not excited about. Okay. So like the men's just insert themselves and they'll go from like one to the another to another. It's disgusting. And it's too much sex and I can't stand it. So I got this tiny rooster because we laugh at him because he climbs on these hands and like thinks he's doing something, but they're like giant chickens and he's this tiny little thing. And he, when he goes away, they stand up and like shake off like, <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> like, and 
so you got a tiny little rooster for your entertainment. Yes, it's hilarious. It's like, it's like, oh, here we go. Serious, everybody watch. Okay, hold on, watch. I guess it makes us laugh. And so it's not horrible, violent. It's just, Funny. it's just sad. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. Janelle sent the next one in. And this is Trail Riders, North Carolina and adjoining states. 1500 or best reasonable offer. Two horse straight load trailer hauled last month with no problems. Floor's good, tire's good, but does need lights. I know it's not the prettiest, but still, it's a good haul and trailer. If you are not interested, don't come into my comments for no reason. (laughs) Can I explain why they would be coming into her comments? Yes, please do. Oh, my God. The front of this trailer is a disaster. It is the typical two-horse-rounded front trailer that we get every week. But it it looks like maybe 35 years ago it had painted white and it's come off. And now it just looks like something out of a horror show. And what is the the things that are growing out of the front window? What are those pipes for? There's pipes Uh, that are coming out of the front window onto the ground. I don't know what they're for. Maybe they're holding the trailer up. And then the other thing is the hitch area where it connects to the trailer is completely rusted out. I mean, it's completely rusted. And the the floor and the walls are just like, I I could kick through those. (laughs) It worked for horror horses. What are you talking about? And don't comment. Apparently, we're going to be in trouble now because we commented on our trailer. See, I love it in North Carolina. They're like so sweet and needless. It's just a straight trailer. A whole last month ain't got no problems. But if you're not interested, don't you come into my comments. (laughs) That's the South. <laughs> that explains the American South right there. <laughs> this trailer, if you saw that coming down the road, this is one of the ugliest trailers we've ever had. I don't know. It's, I haven't heard, you know, those corrugated metal roofs. Like, yeah, that, that's what the that, That's like they are. took that and wrapped it around the front of the trailer. Like, that's the, the trailer it, on the outside. It doesn't look like paint. It looks like whitewash. <laughs> it looks like they whitewashed it, at some, which is the it South. Like it might have been. It went through a hailstorm, <laughs> Glenn. It went through a hailstorm. That is a bad trailer. How much do they want for that? Uh, um. Uh, $1,500, what? Glenn. Are you kidding me? Or best reasonable. I would post in your comments, my comments, too. <laughs> Don't you come in I'm here I'm coming into no your reason? comments. $300, no more. Meta sent the next one, and you want me to do this one? <clears throat> Whatever you want. All right. Before I drown myself in either my horse's water trough or wine, I'm marketing, <laughs> <laughs> I'm marketing this horse one more time. Please, for the sake of Captain Marvel... Don't inquire if you plan to not show up. Ghost me, window shop, or plan to count his eyelashes and measure his winky. They have all happened. I wish I was kidding. Really? Oh, wow. Who counts eyelashes? Was that a thing? If somebody tried to measure my horse's wiener, I'd be like, you need to leave. Yeah, why are you doing that? Okay. I went to eyelashes. You went to wieners. Did you notice that? Um, Uh Uh-huh. If you were That's looking just measuring wieners, you're a boy. That's probably something you all do. Go ahead and move on. If you are looking for your slowpoke, simple-minded gelding, here you go. He will pack you down the trail while you drink a Miller Lite. Certainly won't eat your horse husband or take off with him. Anyone who shows promise on the merry-go-round can ride him. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> that's a good one. I am not kidding. I have a video. Does he buck, rear, or bolt? No. He's either too lazy or doesn't have enough brain cells to do such things. He doesn't pin his ears or swish his tail either. He doesn't need to be in con- constant or consistent work. Totally not. Weekend warriors rejoice. Will you have to cash in your Bitcoin to keep him sound? Seemingly has the hardiness of a cactus. He will 
God, there's a lot of analogies in here we've never heard before. He'll ride out alone as far as we know. He's been taken down the road with traffic alone with no issues. And yes, he loads in the trailer. His spook is a plant and then he walks on. Yes, he is a horse and will spook at something eventually. Don't let those bomb-proof deluded sellers tell you otherwise. They are horses, people, horses. Up to date on everything. If you're willing to bring your trailer with you when you come to look at him, don't call me. Move on to the next ad. Oh, if you aren't willing to bring your trailer with you, don't come. <laughs> How many times do you show up with your trailer if it's local? Um, never. Like the, I didn't even show up with my trailer to go look at the free horse. This lady's had a lot of bad... Ex- I got to admit, I would have her attitude, too, if somebody had come out and measured the winky and counted eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, there is one person who drove from Amarillo when I had Drax for sale. She drove from Amarillo, which is like five hours with a trailer and had purchased it. She wanted, I was going to make somebody take him on trial, right? You had to take him on trial. So she purchased before she came because she was going to get him when she was there, purchased a um, insurance package on him, drove out with her trailer five hours, got here. I brought him out of the stall and she goes, no, his neck is too low. I don't want to. Uh, thank you. Bye-bye. And left. And I was like, literally, I sent you a billion pictures of this horse and video <laughs> and all the things like, and her daughter was with her. And it was like a, the lady was probably in her sixties and their daughter was in her thirties. And I was like, wait, do you, you don't even want to see him? And she was like, sorry, I got sorry. Thank you. <laughs> he said all that. And she's like, that's my mom. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> they can't leave. I was like, they didn't. I, went, I put him in the cross. I brought him up, put him in the cross. She's like, no, his neck is not high enough on his body. His neck is too low. What? I was like, and I'd already. Don't they like all said, co- pretty much connect at the same place? Oh, well, I sent them videos like i i mean what do you want it to be he's a thoroughbred he's not gonna come out of the top of his back you know that's yeah. like a frisian you yeah. know their neck comes out really high yeah. but he's a thoroughbred and yeah he's he's probably a little more like level so he's a great hunter and i i don't know i don't know i don't know but it all worked out but i was like shocked that somebody would drive that far after doing all of that and not even want to see him go i mean bought insurance that's a commitment <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> got a rider on him and everything crazy people are crazy <laughs> all right if any of you we want to hear from you if you've had somebody that you were selling a horse and they measured the winky we want to know because i don't know why we need to yes, know why. let's do that let's do a post on the auditor's <laughs> facebook page and just of say, the strangest things thing that yeah exactly I has think happened we, when you bought or sold a horse that, I, I love that idea let's do that thank you everybody who submitted you're all entered into the prize drawing thanks to horselovers.com for donating the prizes now that we lost ashley by the way I just heard from her. She just texted and said, it's so bad. Her router's dead. She has to bring it to the Spectrum store today to swap it out for a new one. And that when happened during our show. you say we lost Ashley, she didn't die. <laughs> no. She's just not on the show. Yeah, she, um, she apparently, our luck, she would lose her router during the show. And she's been on <laughs> Skype calls all with week. you all week. All week. I mean, we oh must have done 20 calls. <laughs> That's crazy. There we go. So we're not going to do a post-show because it was supposed to be those two talking about being uh, military spouses, and I wasn't one. So we're just going to call it a day and give Jamie's voice a rest. Besides, she has to get ready to head to Colorado to play with play with the ponies. Oh, yay. All right. See you, everybody. All right, everybody. Spade, neuter, gals.